Welcome to the Strategic Leader Podcast, a program all about transforming minds and developing leaders. Our goal is to challenge your thinking, expand your vision, and awaken the emerging leader in you. Now, here is your leadership mentor and coach, and the host of the Strategic Leader Podcast, Brian Holmes. Welcome, everyone, to episode number 185 of the Strategic Leader Podcast. It is wonderful to have you with us. Summer's coming to an end. Temperatures are finally beginning to cool off. But yet, things are heating up around here. Hey, we're gathering leaders just like you for the purpose of building and developing great minds, great leadership. I'm glad you're with us. We're still in our series on transition. It's going to be a great one today. We're talking about phase two, disconnect. Well, as always, I'm honored to be your host, your facilitator, and in some cases, your coach and trainer. What a blessing it is to be able to come into your life each week and share with you concepts, ideas, instruction, encouragement for your journey in becoming the person God's created you to be. We're continuing our series on transition today. If you've not heard episode number 179, 181, or 183, we are in a series, and this is a contiguous build line upon line kind of a deal. So I would encourage you, if this is your first episode to catch in this series, you might want to push stop, go back a couple of episodes to 179 and just catch up. Now, it's not going to hurt you whatsoever. And what we say here today is going to absolutely make sense. It's just going to make more sense and be more understandable, I think, if you've got the context of what we've been talking about. Last week, we dealt with phase two of the transition process, and that phase is discontent. And this week, we're talking about disconnect. And if you've just joined us, the phases are discontent, disconnect, reconnaissance, and redeployment. And as we go through this, we're discovering more and more about how to navigate and how to overcome obstacles and how to press through some of the difficult moments when we're in a meaningful, significant, and positive transition. So let's go right now to session four in our series on transition. I believe it's going to be of great help to you. As a recap of our previous sessions, let's take a quick look at what we've covered so far. First of all, every person will experience numerous transitional seasons in their lifetime because change is inevitable. I've shared this many times that living things grow and growing things change. So here's the deal. If you're not changing, you're not growing. And if you're not growing, Well, then you're not fully alive. In fact, you might be dying. We've discovered that there are four stages to a meaningful and successful transition. They are discontent, disconnect, reconnaissance, and redeployment. In this particular session, we're going to be talking about what may be one of the most difficult stages in this process. We're talking about disconnect 
Well, I do a great deal of teaching on the reality and effects of being emotionally tethered to unhealthy relationships, companies, environments, etc. And I want to begin right there in this session because we are truly designed to be connected. We're wired to collaborate. We're wired to be relational with other people. It is completely normal and natural for us to become emotionally, mentally, and even spiritually engaged with people, with ideas, with belief systems, with careers, jobs, and various contexts with which we carry on our lives. But here's where it becomes a challenge. If, as we've talked about in previous sessions, you are being pulled in a new direction, and if the context or state that you're presently in is no longer satisfying or fulfilling, and if you find yourself longing to engage the new thing or discover the new thing, then rest assured, a healthy crisis is about to ensue. What do I mean? Well, let me explain. When you say yes to a new level, you must know that there are some things that are on the previous level that simply cannot go with you into the new one. Therefore, you're going to face what oftentimes is the immensely challenging task of letting go or leaving behind or disconnecting from. What do you mean, Brian, letting go? What do I need to let go of? What do I need to leave behind? Or what might I have to disconnect or detach from? Well, we're going to talk about that here. But before we go any further, I want to just draw a baseline definition for the word disconnect. We've done that with each of these. We'll continue to do that. I believe it's helpful. Merriam-Webster's dictionary defines disconnect as follows. Disconnect means to separate something from something else. It means to break a connection between two or more things. It means to sever the connection of or between two people or two things. Now, this next one's very strong language. Webster says that disconnection means to terminate a connection. Oh, that terminate word's a strong word. And lastly, it means to become detached from or to withdraw from something or someone. Now, that's pretty powerful stuff. Let me give you my definition. To me, Disconnect or to disconnect means to separate or detach from anything or anyone with whom you are no longer aligned. What do you mean, Brian? Well, if what is calling me in the new place requires of me a different type of mindset, belief system, or level of thinking or belief, and those that I am presently in a relationship with are not aligned with what the new level requires, then this idea of disconnection comes into play because now I have a choice. 
do I settle for the things that are on the previous level or do I disconnect from those things that are not aligned with my preferred future? All of those definitions really are not super encouraging. They don't sound like a lot of fun. In fact, they might sound a little bit painful. Yet, disconnecting from the old is essential if you're going to fully embrace and experience the new thing that's waiting for you on the other side of transition. In fact, this idea of disconnection oftentimes feels like a tearing away, a ripping apart. It is not an easy thing. I've shared with you already in the series some of my transitional process and a little bit about my story. But I want to go back to that now and share with you how it relates to this disconnect idea. You might remember that in 2012, I was on a five and a half or six day excursion or retreat, just kind of away from the city. I wanted to be alone. I wanted to get away. I wanted to, from my perspective, I wanted to hear the voice of God and I wanted to get a sense of where it was that I was headed because I I was discontent. I was very discontent. I was very much hungering for something that I didn't presently have possession of. I wanted more because I felt like there was more. I had no idea what that was, but I determined at least early in this process, I was going to pursue whatever that was. So I went away and on that particular trip, I had a remarkable encounter that felt much to me like an invitation. It was like saying, Brian, come on. I got some things I want to show you. I have some things prepared for you. I have some things that I'd like you to experience and to step into because I've called you to do these things. I've called you to engage this next level. It was an invitation, and and you all know this. Anytime you get an invitation by email or an invitation in the mail to a graduation or someone's birthday party or an anniversary celebration, it's just an invitation. And you RSVP many times, and that means I have an intention of coming. But to me, RSVPing is not really making a commitment because everyone knows that not everybody who RSVPs is going to show up. But when you get in the car on the day of the event and you have dressed and put on cologne and done your hair and uh, for the ladies, you've done your makeup and you actually go through the effort of getting to the place where the engagement is going to take place, that's commitment. And I was invited in 2012 and in the same moment, essentially, my heart said yes. And I began a journey that has fundamentally changed my life. Now, here's what I'll tell you about the moment of invitation. I did not have a clue where I was going or what it might look like. I did not know that as I pursued the new direction that I was feeling pulled toward, it would necessitate the reevaluation of a number of very important things in my life. I want to talk about some of those things right now. I had to reevaluate my relationships. And I'm going to spend a little more time on this one than maybe some of the others because it's one of the big ones. It's one of the very big ones. And I'll begin talking about that by telling you that not every relationship you have today will go with you to that next level. Say, Brian, I, I don't want to hear that. That's, that's not good news. That really is discouraging to me. I understand. But what I'm sharing with you right now is disconnecting is a necessary component of the transition process and 
there are some relationships that simply cannot make that journey with you. I'll also tell you that most people need you to stay where you are and be who you've always been. It's not that they don't love you. It's not that they don't want you to succeed and do well in life. But the relationship is framed in a certain way. And changing, and for you rather, to change and move forward changes the dynamic of the relationship and ultimately requires them to make some decisions. No one wants to make that choice. Here's another thing about relationships. If the role that you play or the context within which you relate to another person changes, adjustments must be made. There must be a shift in the alignment. And sometimes the other parties involved in that relationship are unwilling or possibly even incapable of making that shift. Relationships are going to change. In the process of my own transition since 2012, I realized very quickly that there were a number of people that I could not continue to relate with, at least not on the same level. And like anyone else, it it bothered me. I struggled with it. I, I wanted to be understood. I wanted to be okay with everybody. I wanted everybody to be okay with me. I think the biggest thing was I I wanted them to grasp and celebrate where I was and where I was headed. And one day in prayer, I feel like that God helped me to understand some of this. And this is kind of how it came to me. I saw me on a highway and I saw some of my friends on this same highway. And we were for many, many years traveling together. We were doing life. We were going to church together. We were hanging out and doing dinner, and, and our kids were growing up same age and in the, a similar way, and all of these things, so many similarities, so many commonalities, so much alignment. But then along this path in the timeline, I noticed that I was invited to go a different direction, and what I did was I took the exit ramp. So I just sort of took the ramp off and got off of that particular road. Here's the thing about that. Most times when you take an exit ramp in real life, if you're driving, that service road runs parallel to the highway you've been on. And so for a minute, it just doesn't seem like you've really made that big of an adjustment. But then you are faced with the choice. Do I turn right? Do I turn left? Do I veer off this direction or do I go that direction? And you must make a decision. And in my case, I turned three, five, maybe 10 degrees to the right and began going in a slightly different direction than those that I had left on the highway. Here's the thing. As I continue to watch this picture unfold, I noticed that the the longer that time elapsed and the greater the distance that I traveled, the further I was apart from those that I had been walking with in the previous season. The distance was greater. There was a greater, for a while I could see them. They were just right there. We continued to chat and talk and hang out and do the deal, but philosophically, emotionally, spiritually, directionally, as things began to change, there was a distance created that became very uncomfortable. That's how it works. As you choose a different path, Understand this, 
the folks that you left on the other road won't always understand the path you're on. Why? Very simple. They've not been on that path before. They've not necessarily been experiencing the things you've experienced as your journey is unfolding. Therefore, they can't really grasp or gather in their mind and heart really what's happening to you. They don't have the reference point. And I suggest to you that's okay. Because once you say yes and once you commit to the journey, it's simply a matter of embracing the fact that some relationships will come to an end. Well, I don't want to be totally negative about this. Some will come to an end. Some will make the necessary adjustments and simply be reframed in the new context. There may be a few relationships you have that simply pass through to the next level with you unchanged or just enhanced. What I know is this. Transition always requires that relationships be tested and that relationships be redefined, and that relationships be reframed. There's no way in my mind to fully process and successfully navigate transition and arrive at your next level experience without the relationships in your life being evaluated. One more thing about relationships. Your next level or season will present new, exciting and incredibly significant opportunities for you. It's my experience that every new season comes with new relationships. And those relationships are most of the time aligned with the scope and the needs and the ideas that are involved in that new level. If you're unwilling to disconnect from the old, If you're having difficulty moving on from outdated or anchor relationships that are keeping you from moving into that new season, then I will tell you when you arrive at the new season, if you do, there won't be room for the new relationships that God is always faithful to send into your life. Let's talk about another thing that I had to deal with and consider and reevaluate. And that is the roles that I play and the associated sense of identity that I received from those roles. Many times our roles constitute our very identity and value, at least in our own mind. I would like to suggest that that is a very unhealthy thing because if the role goes away, so does your identity. Things like mom, pastor, CEO, or having the status of being number one at this or number one at that. If you ever drop off of those particular titles or roles, if your identity is grounded in those things, then your identity is shaken to the very core. This was very very much a factor for me in my most recent transitional season. For more than 25 years, my role or my title, the type of work that I did, had been the cornerstone for my own sense of self-worth, my own sense of value. What would happen if I disconnected from that role or that title? Would I lose my sense of identity? Would I lose the respect of other people? Would those that I admire and maybe those that 
have mentored me for many years think less of me because I'm no longer in that particular role. The roles you play, the titles you hold, the careers or the industries that you are involved in, those things aren't who you are. They're simply a function of your capacity. At some point, you may be challenged with this opportunity to detach yourself from, to disconnect from, and to leave behind a role that at some point in your life you may have thought you would have forever. Another major thing that I dealt with during this season was long-standing affiliations with groups, things like associations, clubs, denominations, religious networks, philosophical groupings of people that I did life with, political parties, these kinds of things. Another area that was reevaluated were my belief systems. Can I tell you that not everything you believe to be true is accurate or true for the new level you're headed to? There are absolutes. There are things that are non-negotiables. But many times, truth is migratory, and truth can even be a progressive movement. In fact, I think truth is always evolving, and truth is always emerging. The longer we go through life, and the more we progress on our journey, the more truth becomes available to us, because we weren't ready for that level of truth on the previous level. But now that we're here We have to have God himself reveal to us certain ideas and truths and beliefs to help us to steward, to govern, and to succeed on the level to which he's called us. Along with that, in my case, was I had to evaluate my theology. Who is God? What does he think about me? How does he want to relate to me? Is God some massive ogre in the sky who is holding a big stick, and anytime I make a mistake or think a wrong thought, he's going to whack me over the head and send me straight to hell, do not pass go, do not collect $200. I had to evaluate all the things I've been taught and even a lot of the things that I myself have taught. Going to a new level requires you to disconnect from, yes, even beliefs. You know, many times we have certain loyalties or commitments we've made to people Some would call them vows. And sometimes we're so glued to and so tethered to a particular loyalty or commitment we've made at some point in our life that we fail to realize that the season for that level of loyalty and commitment has now ended, and it's okay for us to move on. That's why I talked early in this presentation about being tethered to ideas, to people, how we get emotionally, spiritually, and mentally tethered to things. I want to encourage you. Uh, you, you must be willing to, to put everything on the table and allow God to guide you in the process of sorting out what you hold on to and what you disconnect from. You know, one of the other major areas that my transitional season has, has caused me to really have to evaluate is this. I had to look deep on the inside. I had to really go into my heart and deal with some other things that were much more personal, like my own insecurities and need for people's approval. You see, insecurity and the need for approval can paralyze you 
from disconnecting and moving forward. I also had to deal with the fear of losing credibility, again, associated with roles and titles. I had to deal with the fear of being misunderstood. I had to deal with the fear of failure. If if what I've been doing for 25 years is not what I'm going to be doing the rest of my life, then oh my gosh, am I going to wind up broke and a failure and not able to provide for my family? All of those emotions, all of those fears, all those thoughts were a part of the disconnecting process. All of these were on the table and all of them must be on the table for you if you've truly committed to taking your life, your leadership to the next level via transition. You see, ladies and gentlemen, you will have to choose whether or not you disconnect from those things. You will have to face a particular moment where it's yes or no. Do I remain connected to relationships, ideas, beliefs, groups, companies that most likely will keep me from realizing this thing that's been pulling on my heart? Or will I engage the possibilities and be willing to experience the pain of disconnection for a moment so that I can experience the reward of what lies on the other side? I want to share with you seven things you need to know about the process of disconnecting. Number one, what was excellent on the previous level is mediocre at best when you arrive at the new one. Number two, not every relationship you have will make this transition with you. Number three, most people need you to be the person they've always known you to be. Number four, you must realize your worth and value are not determined by the role you play or the title you hold. Rather, they are determined by the level of commitment that you have in pursuing the future that is pursuing you. Number five, disconnecting does not require you to deny the blessings, the benefits, or the value the previous season brought into your life. Disconnecting honors your past by building your preferred future on that foundation. Number six, give yourself permission to grieve. This is important. In many ways, significant change feels like loss, and you must grieve the loss but then transition into embracing what tomorrow holds. Number seven, if you refuse to disconnect from those things that have you anchored to your past or even your present, you will be perpetually stuck in the condition of discontent. A good friend of mine wrote a book about change, and here is something that he said that had a tremendous impact on my life. He said, growth equals change. Change equals loss. Loss equals pain. Therefore, pain equals growth. There is no growth without some pain. The process of 
disconnecting can be very difficult, even painful. But know this. The pain that you embrace today will produce exponentially more joy, more fulfillment, and ultimately more effectiveness in your life. Here's the deal. You feel the tug. You're hungry for more. You recognize that there are some things that you're going to have to be willing to detach from, let go of, release. Don't sell yourself short. For everything you feel like you might lose, here's a promise. God is faithful to replace it with something far greater. Trust this process. Keep walking. Don't stop. Be willing to disconnect from those things that are holding you on your current level. In our next session, we're going to look at reconnaissance. Well, are you right now in the big middle of disconnect? If you are, I have empathy. I feel where you're at. I know where you're at. But there's hope for you. And I hope today you're encouraged by that. You can find the show notes for this episode at brianholmes.com forward slash 185. And uh, we're going to try to give you as much content there as we can to help you as you go through this process. I want to encourage you. If you have not yet subscribed to our weekly email updates, I have a great, great thing I want to share with you right now. I've just released a brand new resource called the Personal Transformation Profile. And this, quite honestly, should be its own course. It should be its own standalone for sale product because it might be one of the finest tools I've ever had my hands on that walks a person through some of the steps we've been talking about. As you know, on the program, we talk a lot about the four cornerstones for strategic living, and this profile walks you through four sets of questions built around those four cornerstones to help you discover, unpack, reveal, and become aware of, become re-aware of, if that's a word, all the things that are in your heart. We're going to deal with personal healing. We're going to deal with personal discovery. Who am I? Why am I here? We're going to deal with really looking at the dreams, the visions, the hopes, the passions, the things that are in your heart to do. And we're going to ultimately help you to build a strategic plan that is actionable so you can walk out that dream and really make it a reality. It is a phenomenal profile to help you discover who you really are and to get on a track toward becoming the person God has created you to be. I invite you to go to our website, subscribe to our weekly email updates right there, top right-hand corner of the website, and as our free gift to you, I'm going to give you this resource. I don't know how long it's going to be available because it really is its own product, but we want to give this to you as a free gift, and uh, we're glad to do that, and I encourage you to get a hold of that today. Also, I'm going to ask you to share this episode with your friends on social media. Whether you hang out on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Google+, I I lose track of all the new things that are out now. Uh, My son and my daughter, who are in their 18 to 21-year range, uh, they they try to keep me informed, but I'm probably falling a bit behind. But wherever it is you hang out with people on the interweb uh, or the web, the, the World Wide Web, 
do me a favor. Just post a note and say, you've got to check out this podcast. You've got to check out what Brian Holmes is doing over at brianholmes.com. It would be a great help to us and help more people find out about the work we're doing here. I have an exciting announcement for you again this week, and and I'm going to share that with you right now. We'll be right back in just a few moments with a few closing thoughts. Well, I'm excited to share with you the opportunity of diving even deeper in your personal journey toward building the strategic life you were intended to live. We've been talking about the four cornerstones for strategic living around here for a very long time, and now you can access an online video course and the four cornerstones for strategic living book for yourself. If you are intrigued by this topic, if you felt as though you needed someone to come alongside of you and help you to walk out the process of personal healing, personal discovery, personal development, and personal deployment, I'm inviting you to visit our website at brianholmes.com forward slash 4CS, like four cornerstones, but 4CS. You'll find information there about how you can enroll in a course of study or in reading the book and take your life and your leadership to the next level. I invite you personally right now to go with me on this journey. Let's build a strategic, a powerful, and a meaningful life together. Well, are you faced with the very real opportunity to disconnect from someone, to disconnect from something, to disconnect maybe from some idea or old belief system that may have served you well in a season, but it's time now to to detach yourself from that. If you are, you're in the good you're in good company. Disconnect or the act of disconnecting is not an easy thing, but it is necessary. Wherever you are in this process, be encouraged. It's just a season. It's a passageway from one place to another. I know sometimes it's claustrophobic and it's tight and it doesn't feel comfortable, but I promise you, you're going to reach the other side. As we continue this training, I know you're going to find the strength and the courage to continue and to realize your dreams. Next week, we'll be dealing with cornerstone number three, reconnaissance. I hope that you will join us. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Strategic Leader Podcast. We trust that this program has added value to your life and to the development of your leadership potential. You can join our growing community of strategic influencers by connecting with us at brianholmes.com and by sharing this podcast with others who are seeking to take their life and leadership to the next level. May God bless you immensely. And until next time, remember this, you are created to lead.